This is episode 289 of the Wildlife Photography Podcast. In this episode, coronavirus and the travel industry. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from WildEye, and the world is still a very, very strange place right now. I'm sitting at home on like an outside balcony deck area. There's nothing in the street, there's no cars coming past. We've been in lockdown in South Africa now for a full week. It feels like a month, but yeah, this is the state of the world we are in right now. Now, with us being in the travel industry and with WildEye doing expeditions, tours, and safaris around the world, we've been getting a lot of questions. A lot of questions, not just from guests who have booked trips, but also from people who are wanting to book trips. And I'm proud to say at this stage, we haven't lost a single booking because we've made people understand the importance of their booking, not just to themselves, and I'm not even talking about us as a company, we're talking about our guests, but the areas that we travel to. Now, as you all know, we have a camp in the Massamara, the Wild Amara Camp in the Mara Triangle. It's a beautiful spot. It's on the banks of the Mara River, and it's without a doubt one of the very best ways to experience the magic of the Masamara. And as a normal guest, I mean, even for us as facilitators going there, it's, you, you get, what's the word? You get kind of sucked into this beautiful little bubble that is the Mara experience. But do we always think further? Do we think what happens to lodges and to reserves and to camps and the people who work on the ground? To make these places kind of as special as they are. So I've seen a lot of stuff on Instagram the last, last while where safari operators and travel agents are pushing people to not cancel their trips but to rather postpone them and to move it to a forward date. Now before we go into the detail as to why that I think is important, just think about this and I've mentioned this on my Instagram TV and on my um and on my Instagram lives that I'm doing and so on. But think about this. People right now, from February through, for example, at this stage about June, have canceled their trips, right? So people have just canceled. Or they've tried to move them to a future date. Now, from August onwards, people are keeping their bookings because they're hoping, and so do do we, that this thing will eventually blow over. Which means the people that have postponed now will then move forward And they will try and find availability in the next kind of season, if you will, August on to the end of the year, which is going to already cause availability issues. Now, if people are wanting to book new safaris and um, they are looking for availability down the line, they're going to struggle because you have the old bookings, you've got the people who have postponed and moved forward, and now people are wanting to kind of get out and travel. And I think, I must be very honest, I think when this whole corona thing blows over, people are going to want to travel. I mean, shit, I've been stuck in my house for a week and I want to tear the walls down because I need to get out of here. So when this thing gets gets finished and the travel bans are lifted and we can all start feeling comfortable again to travel to these amazing places, availability is going to be an issue. So we're already thinking long-term. We're thinking 2021. We're even taking some bookings well into 2022 already. To just give you an idea of the extent as to where people's mindsets are. And I did a previous podcast as well in which I said to you, you know what, what's important now is we're stuck at home. So you have time to kind of touch base 
with people who mean a lot to you all the time. And you have time to go and learn about destinations and research destinations and kind of just plan ahead that when it's time for you to go on a safari or an expedition or a tour, you know what you're in for. But, and this is kind of the point of this particular episode, there's a whole layer underneath what you normally experience when you go to a place like the Masai Mara or the Sabi Sands or Mala Mala, for example. Let's just, I'm going to just keep it close to home for now. In South Africa, for example, some of the very big lodges, the five-star, the amazing five-star lodges have closed their doors. They are not open right now. They've closed. Now, just think about a lodge like Sabi Sabi, for example, how many people work there? Not just the rangers, the housekeepers, the maintenance staff. Suddenly, they don't have income anymore. And I'm not, I mean, obviously, it goes through all the industries around the world, but this is a big deal for me. I mean, I'm passionate about this. We at WildEye, we're passionate about it. So, this is a big deal. The rangers have been sent home, some of them are staying on site. The conservation staff, anti poaching, every single level of what makes the safari industry stand is being compromised by this thing. And I know it's, like I said, I know it's the same. Medical, business, transport, food, whatever, I know. But because I'm involved in this, we had a discussion at the office and it's very real. It's very, very real. So if we look at the Mara Triangle, for example, where, where our camp is based, and who we have very intimate and close contact with these guys. I mean, we know them on a, on a friendship basis. We started off as kind of work colleagues. They were the rangers and we were the guides doing our things. And then we got to know each other. They come over for a drink every once in a while. And we chat to them on a regular basis. And as it is now, just in the Mara Triangle, for example, they have had pretty much wholesale cancellations. There is nobody in the Masamara from a travel point of view. Now look, they've also had a hell of a rainy season where a lot of the roads have been washed away. We've just got images sent to us this morning from David Arawasa and the guys there. Some of these roads, I mean, for those of you that have been there, it's basically non-existent. It's like this big-ass pothole that can literally suck up a whole vehicle in the road. So they've got to fix that. But that costs money. And with people not going to these places, there is no money to fix these things, right? Think of anti-poaching. So the rangers in the Mara Triangle patrol the borders of the triangle. So that's the escarpment up and down the river and then the Kenya-Tanzania border. And, I mean, we've had drinks with these guys and they've told us some stories of how they, in some instances, even go hand-to-hand with, with poachers coming in. And it, it's quite brutal at times. It can be real. So these guys basically put their lives on the line in order to secure the conservation areas where we go to experience nature. Right now... Can they keep doing that? You know what I mean? It's This is real, guys. This is real. If you look back at some of the Mara Triangle newsletters, and I could urge you, I really urge you to go to their Facebook page and go and look at the newsletters. They post it. They're very open and transparent, right? But there were some months, a couple of years ago, where they would pull between four and 6,000 snares a month out of the Mara Triangle. That's the job these guys do. And literally, that's what they do very, very well right now suddenly can they do what they're doing because the park fees that sustain all of this is not there anymore because people aren't coming in 
we saw we saw some of the financials of them kind of now in the last day or two and if this keeps going they will run out of money guys the mara triangle is one of the world's greatest wildlife destinations and this we need to focus on and again i'm not just saying it because we have a camp there and we love the place this is real this is where a lot of people experience africa for the first time i mean and we will get to the staff at the camp that's a different story i'm just talking about the conservation of the mara triangle and places like sabi sands and so on and so forth the infrastructure the roads imagine coronavirus let's let's say someone figures out tomorrow that if you eat a cheese sandwich coronavirus goes away right immediately it'll be done then people are going to want to travel again but the infrastructure is not there because it wasn't able to be sustained yeah there's the rangers the guys who patrol the security the anti-poaching this thing goes so deep and it is something that we are passionate about and it is scary it is a real real scary thing if we look at the amount of cancellations that some of the big lodges in the mara triangle have had it's massive at 80 dollars per day park fee for the mara triangle yeah let's say a group of 10 people that were booked for five nights do um they cancel that's a lot of park fees gone. Now you've got lodges that are going to be empty for the foreseeable future. And that is a very scary thing. I mean, then if I look closer to home, our Mara staff, are they, they work for us during when the camp is open. And when the camp is closed, they go to, they go back home. They go, they, 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 they go back home. They manage their families, their cows, their cattle. This is what they do, Right. So with our camp, we are in the process now, personally, for our camp, for the Wild Eye camp, they, um, we're looking at how this is going to play out. We're not making changes yet as in wholesale. We're not going to say the season's off. Today, which is Friday, we're going to be sending out an email to every single one of our guests with our plan moving forward. Our plan being every month, 15th of April, May, June, we're going to assess the situation and go from there because we want to with everything in us we want to get people to the Masai Mara because I think especially from a mindset point of view now we need it you guys need it we all need it to get back to these places and make ourselves um, remember and kind of remind ourselves as to what's important and those things are important so the camp will stay open at this stage but we're going to go on a month by month basis. it might start later it might only be half a season but if you're one of our mara guests that have booked already you will be getting an email today with how this thing is going to play out and from there on if you're keen to book there might be stages where you might get a last minute availability so we can maybe facilitate that for you however and this is where i want to get to with this guys girls ladies gentlemen wherever in the world you are right if you have any kind of safari or holiday or private guided trip or Masai Mara or any kind of trip to a wildlife destination in Africa and abroad if you have anything booked I beg you do not cancel your trip rather look at moving it or postponing it to a later date what we're doing then is we at least giving these places a lifeline 
We are saying to the Mara Triangle, we still believe in you, not just now, but in the future. By cancelling, and then, then there's this whole thing that kicks in about cancellation policies and how's it going to work and all of this. You might lose a bit of money, the operator might lose a bit of money, but the big losers at the end of it is the places where we visit. The people on the ground who make the experiences that we go to possible. Please don't cancel. Guys, look at postponing. If you were booked, for example, for a May safari this year, speak to your operator, speak to us if you've booked with us, and let's see if we can move you to a future date. Even if it's next year, even if it's next year, that's fine. But at least we're making sure that we are feeding the infrastructure, we are feeding the conservation, we are feeding the people in these areas who matter. We are keeping the whole system alive by doing this. It is something we feel very passionately about. And like I said in the beginning, we are very proud that we have not lost a single booking. We have postponed and moved people around. In one instance, as an example, we had two Indiest safaris earlier this year. Both of those had to be canceled because of India's visa regulations changing last minute. Every single one of those guests, every single one of them, have been moved to 2021's India trip. It's great. Because the money stays in the system. I'm not talking about us. I'm not talking about WildEye. It stays in the system that drives conservation, that drives the infrastructure, that drives the people on the ground that matters. So again, if you have anything booked, guys, please think about don't cancel. This will end. COVID-19 will go away. This coronavirus thing will pass. Lockdown will end. We will, again, be traveling to these amazing places, whether it's on your own, with one of my guides, with me on a private guided trip. It doesn't matter, but we will be going back. But in the meantime, let's not cancel. Let's see if we can move you to a different date. And just on a sideline again, if you do cancel now, just think about how difficult it's going to be to rebook, considering the demand that there's going to be in the future. Guys, this is not a... This is not anything other than to just make you aware that, yes, the world is a very strange place right now. Yes, it might seem helpless and hopeless, but we're trying to stay positive both in our content and with our clients because we believe that when this thing ends, it's going to be amazing. It is going to be absolutely spectacular for us to get out to these places again and sit around a campfire with hippos in the river, lions roaring in the distance, us all having a cold drink around the fire and discussing the coronavirus thing that we just went through. That's where we need to think of. That's where we need to be. So if you guys have any questions, if you are one of our guests that have booked with us and you are unsure, please get in touch. Send an email to info at wildeye.co.za. That's info at wildeye, two words with a dash in between, .co.za. And then Lara and the team will be able to help. You can also get hold of me, Jerry Fennevolt, on any of the major social media platforms. I'm there. Send me a direct message and I'll be happy to meet up for a Zoom or a Skype meeting or even a phone call just to kind of help you understand the bigger picture and what's going on from a travel point of view. Guys, this too shall pass. This will pass. And when it does, we can go back to those places that makes you feel alive. I personally cannot wait. Guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for lending me your ears. I will chat to you all in the next episode. My name is Jerry. 
I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one. We'll be right back.